Homestead, parts 13 and 14. It's a deal. What did Liam mean in his letters? And what about Josh? Did the aliens get him? Were the kids okay? And what about Ben? Yeah, what about Ben? Five o'clock on a mid-July evening, and I was ready to spontaneously combust. Too many questions, and not nearly enough answers. I invited Linda over for supper, and we slapped flies away as we ate egg salad sandwiches. No chips, of course. Pickles, though. I had finally gotten enough cucumbers to make a decent batch. Vinegar, garlic, a dash of sugar and salt, and lots of dill made us pucker up big time, but they went well with the meal. I even made a blackberry cobbler for dessert, if the flies didn't eat it all first. I got up and draped a towel over the deep dish. Then I slumped with Monday weariness onto my chair and took another bite of dinner, crunching on the garden lettuce I had added for Bonnie, since I didn't have many eggs. I glanced at Linda. She was eating, a good sign, but the dark lines under her eyes, glazed expression, and slow motions bespoke depression's tenacious hold. So, have any of your tomatoes ripened yet? A pertinent question, considering the need for healthy food to be packed away for the long winter. I tried not to think of Laura Ingalls Wilder's version of the long winter, where they nearly starve to death. Linda dragged her gaze from the flower-rimmed plate and met my gaze. It seemed to take a minute for the question to process. Oh, no, not yet. They're getting big, though. All the rain. Just hope they don't rot. Setting that pleasant image aside, I opened my mouth to try again when she interrupted me, her brows scrunched in concentration. What about Liam's letters? You never told me. What did he say? I sighed. How much to share, or how little. A strong desire to make something up, something truly interesting, washed over me like a cool bath. It would be fun to imagine that he had spent the last weeks frantically busy, heroically saving the Pacific coast. But no. They weren't terribly fact-filled. The first was ridiculous. He was in complete denial the technology had let him down, let us all down. He insisted that it was some kind of prank, though by the end of the letter, he seemed to be considering that the idea it might be a nefarious attack by a group of villainous hackers. His words, not mine. The letters were from early on and just now got to you? Mail had been traveling in spurts and drips. All his letters, at least the three that I received, were written in the early days. The second seemed to take the situation more seriously, but he was still convinced that the snafus would be cleared up quickly. He made a joke of the fact that everyone in the hotel was swapping medications to manage their various conditions. I cringed at the thought of him trying to substitute something for his daily prednisone, 
not the kind of medicine that you want to play merry-go-round with. I studied Linda, knew she had bared her soul about Jared, and had to tell the truth. Liam spent the first two letters telling me that the whole thing wasn't really happening. By the third, he had faced some version of reality. He spent that letter telling me that he loved me and the kids. Linda clasped my hand and squeezed. We both tried not to cry. I would have failed miserably had it not been for a sudden squawking outside the door. Linda ran into me as we both rushed for the door. Bouncing off each other like school kids racing outside for recess, we managed to make it to the door disheveled but... Humans among us. Linda and I returned to our repast and did an amazing job finishing off the egg salad and an embarrassing amount of the cobbler. Though it was still midsummer, the days weren't getting any longer, but slowly shortening with lingering evenings being the best part of the day. We decided to sit out on the front porch as the sun set and the sky turned from pink and yellow into a fiery red. If I had had any wine on hand, I would have offered her some. The trees across the road rippled in a gentle breeze and birds twittered from the electrical lines. I wondered, what would happen to those ubiquitous black wires? Would they surge with energy one, once again someday, or become useless like dead snakes and drop to the ground in imitation of some dystopian novel? I glanced aside and saw tears slip down Linda's face. For the first time, really, I cared about her, not the usual, hope you're doing well, that we send in quick messages, or the how's everything in passing, but the heart-wrenching sensation you get when you feel another person's pain. I rubbed her back. Josh and Jared will be okay. It was an ignorant comment. I knew it, and she knew it. She swallowed, gulping sobs and clasped her hands, shaking with pent-up tension. She slid her gaze my way. You don't know, do you? I attempted an easy nonchalance and shrugged. Tell me. Jared wasn't crazy. There are aliens. That was enough. I didn't want to go any further. But yet, I had to know. Either everyone was going mad, or I was way out of the loop. Aliens? Seriously? She snorted. Should have had a whiskey to belt back. Yeah, they've been here a long time. Since humanity got started, I think. Whoa, that was a new take on an old theme. They've been watching us since when? Linda straightened, rubbed her listless arms, and exhaled a long breath, a weary pedagogue having to go round ten with a recalcitrant student. Not watching. They've been raised with us. Look, I don't know the whole story, but I get the general drift. When life first started on this planet, for a time, everything was just at animal level, you know, fish and birds, 
creepy crawly things, and then mammals and more adaptable creatures. At some point, I have no clue when, there was a divide. Actually, from what I understand, there were several splits. Some of the more intelligent or adaptable animals, pre-humankind, survived while others fell by the wayside. Was there warfare, a genocide of sorts? Can't say if they were capable of comprehending that sort of thing, but it happened nonetheless. My gaze strayed to the flowering rows of Sharon bushes. Their starburst pink flowers with white centers sure looked beautiful. I didn't want an anthropology lesson. I always figured that we could clog the earth with what we didn't know about our past and our ever-changing hypothesis about our true origin should be taken with a proverbial grain of salt. Anyway, Linda must have sensed my mood shift. She hurried on. These alien beings came along and decided. For the rest of these and other episodes, visit Kindavella Homestead by A.K. Fraley.